Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. What would it take for you to give up your smartphone? If you're like most people nowadays, the answer is quite a lot. It would take quite a lot to give up your smartphone. Our phones have become so integrated into every aspect of our lives, it's hard to imagine how to even function if you didn't have one. And while very few people would ever choose to give up their smartphone entirely, I think almost everyone would agree that they probably spend more time on their phone than they'd like, including me. Now, this episode isn't necessarily a Christian Bible-based spiritual tips episode, but the relationship we have with our phone has been shown scientifically to affect our mood, to affect our outlook, to affect our relationships, and all of those things absolutely impact our ability to walk with Jesus. And so it's not something that we can simply dismiss and say, you know, whatever I do with my phone doesn't impact the rest of my life, because it absolutely does, probably more than most things. And I realized that, I don't know, about six months ago, where I was really taking stock of how I was spending my time and noticed that I was spending probably more time on my phone than I wanted to. It was taking away from my ability to be present with my family. You know, I'd be sitting on the couch and Riley would be playing and I'd be on my phone playing a game or scrolling social media and she'd be like doing something that I needed to be paying attention to so I didn't miss it. But instead, I was on my phone. So what I did was I turned on the activity monitor feature on my iPhone to see how bad the problem was, like how much time I was actually spending on my phone. And I thought, you know, maybe an hour or two tops on my bad days. (laughs) Well, the answer was much worse than that. I was spending more than four hours staring at my phone every day. If you do the math, that's more than 28 hours every week. That's that's a considerable part-time job that I was spending on my phone just staring at my screen. And so that coupled with the feeling like I didn't have enough time to do the things I really wanted to do, I decided I needed to figure out how to have a much better relationship with my phone. And either via pure happenstance or the Holy Spirit was trying to lead me in a better direction, uh, I discovered this book by Catherine Price called How to Break Up with Your Phone. And again, this isn't a Christian book, but I found it very practical for reassessing the approach that you should take to having a relationship with your phone and how to reorient yourself so you're not giving up your phone entirely, but that it's a much healthier relationship. (laughs) And I think it's funny that I keep using this word relationship to describe my interactions with this piece of technology, but it feels like a relationship. And one of the key takeaways from that book, I mean, it's a really great book. If you feel like you want to have a more healthy relationship with your smartphone, I highly recommend you go pick it up and I'll leave a link in the show notes of this episode so you can go and check that out. But one of the key things that she talked about was having a phone Sabbath. So if you're familiar with the term Sabbath because you're a Christian or you grew up as a Jew, then you know that Sabbath is the day where you don't work. Sabbath is the day that you purposefully and intentionally rest in order to remember that God is the one who provides. Well, the phone Sabbath concept is that one day a week, you do not use your phone. So for me, that means my phone stays plugged in and doesn't leave 
the bathroom where it charges overnight. And so I started doing that last month. I started every single Sunday instituting a phone Sabbath where I just left my phone in the bathroom and then I was fully present with whatever was going on. And I noticed a couple of interesting things happening on those days. I found myself reaching for my front left pocket for no reason. You know, I'd just be standing or sitting somewhere and then I'd reach down and like put my hand on my pocket as if to grab my phone and then remember, oh wait, my phone is not in there. (laughs) It's my phone Sabbath day. And then, you know, I, I took stock of how often that was happening, how frequently I was just reaching for my phone just out of pure instinct, but not really for any particular reason. Uh, there were times where I wanted to look something up on my phone, some random piece of information or some random question I had that I, I thought, well, I'll consult the internet and the internet will help me answer that question. Uh, but then I couldn't because I didn't have my phone. And so I thought, well, if it's really important, then tomorrow when I have my phone again, I'll look it up. And... 10 times out of 10, (laughs) that question ends up not being that important. I've also noticed on the positive side, being much more present in my conversations. So this past Sunday, uh, we were spending time with some friends and we were watching some football and one of our friend's neighbors came over to hang out and I had like a 45 minute conversation with this person and it was great. It was a phenomenal conversation and I found myself being super present and super engaged and and not even feeling the urge to be pulled away from that conversation to check social media or to respond to the buzz in my pocket or anything like that. Another positive thing that I've found from taking a break from my phone once a week is that I'm finding other ways to unwind. I'm finding other ways to relax and recharge because I found myself using my phone in that way where it's like, okay, I want to take a break. I want to take a mental break from work or I want to just chill on the couch and do nothing. And the phone became synonymous and linked to that kind of relaxation desire. And so I found myself reading more. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I took two naps in the course of one weekend, which was something that I can't remember the last time I did that. And even doing things silly like playing rock band or Guitar Hero with my wife. But just finding other ways to relax that aren't linked to my phone that are actually relaxing, that actually help me to recharge. Because I found that if I spend an hour or two on my phone, at the end of that, I don't really feel that much more recharged. If anything, I feel more anxious because I feel like, man, when I put this phone down, I'm going to start missing out on all these things. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest benefit for me so far is that my mind feels less cluttered when my phone isn't in my pocket or on my desk, that I can think more clearly, that I can think more intentionally, Uh, that I can plan into the future, that I can imagine what I want to be different in the future and start making my way forward in that direction. If you know me, you know I'm very intentional about how I want to spend my time and what I want to be building towards and what I want the trajectory of my life to be. And when I have my phone and I'm always on my phone, it can be difficult to have clarity of thought. And so I feel more relaxed. I feel more at peace. I feel less anxious on those days when I don't have my phone on me. Now, that isn't to say that there haven't been times where having a phone would be a good thing. A couple of weeks ago, my wife and I went on a double date with some friends. And when we got there, my wife was like, oh, I forgot my phone at home. Can you text our friends to let them know we're at the restaurant? And I said, babe, it's it's Sunday. I don't have my phone. And she was like, what? And so we had, to, we had this whole conversation and we ended up spending the entire evening with neither of us having a phone 
while my wife's mom was in town watching Riley. And so we were like borrowing phones to text her mom to let her know where we were. At one point, we just popped in unannounced at a friend's house, which is something we would never have done before. Just like show up and be like, hey, sorry, we didn't have our phones, but we just want to come and see if you were down to hang out. And they were. And we ended up hanging out for a couple hours and it was great. Uh, So you definitely have to plan ahead and count on other people sometimes to have their phones if you're going to be going out. But as a whole, it's been a phenomenal change for me. And it's something that I want to continue to do into the future, having these phone Sabbaths every single week and just resetting my priorities and making sure that the phone does not control me and that my emotional health is not tied up in what I look at on my phone or how much time I spend on my phone or on social media. So if you were looking for a change and if you want to have and cultivate a healthy relationship with your phone and you want to maximize your time spent with other people and doing the things that are truly meaningful to you, then I would encourage you to pick up this book. It's like 15 bucks on Amazon. It's called How to Break Up With Your Phone by Katherine Price. And if you're a Christian that wants to make sure that you maximize every minute of every day and you know that your phone is holding you back from doing that, then I would encourage you to check out this book, read it, implement some of the practicals, and see the impact that it can have for you if you implement some of those practices. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.